What up, what up? It's your boy Vuskeen, aka Fatback Jackson, with my co host, Jordan Lee, the whore for Al. And this is the Cookout Podcast, the world's most secure podcast. What up, what up, what up, Miss Lee? What up, Vuskeen? What are we eating on today? Oh, uh, we went we went real with it, man. We we got the grill going and we put them we did seafood all on the grill, man. Ooh, it looked like <laughs> surfing turf too, is that steak? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm. Had to do it major, man. We did it real major. This is real good. I'm really enjoying this. What you think about this, Freezy? Oh yeah, he did alright, you know what I'm saying? Baby, show me love. Steak a little tough, but <laughs> show me love. I like man. my meat a little stiff. Did good. <laughs> Did good What's up with everybody? Thank you for dinner. This is amazing. We good. I'm good. How are you? <clears throat> I'm good. Been doing a lot of running around today. Um, did a little retail therapy. Mm-hmm. That's uh, an everyday thing. Everyday nah, occurrence in your nah, agenda. Nah, 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 nah. It was payday, so you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. I swear, all my money is gone already. I've had money for like three hours. <laughs> but at least you had money. Some motherfuckers paid, don't got money. Exactly. Everything is paid. I'm a home nurse right now. My okay. husband has surgery on his knee. Mm. He torn, torn his meniscus, didn't he? Yep, and his ACL was completely gone. They said his body reabsorbed it. Reabsorbed Damn. the tissue because it happened that, so long ago. That was that Derrick Rose and injury, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he had that? Yeah. Will had the Derrick Rose what injury? Is that? The, 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 the basketball player, Derrick Rose. Took his hops. Yeah. Took his hops. Yeah, Will ain't going to be able to jump like that no more. He ain't going to dang. His NBA career is gone. <laughs> All hopes and dreams for the league is out. They might still be able to touch the net though. Maybe, right. maybe a little bit. It's I just, good. I want to start having missionary again. That's why I need this team <laughs> to be back in action. Cause I'm not a writer, and I've been, I've been a man on top for some time now, and it is no fun. Mm. I am not that agile. I'm tired, Mama tired. Well, shout out to the homie Will, Praying man. Praying for a speedy recovery. Oh, yeah. What's up with you, Freeze? You're looking cool as ever, my boy. Oh, man. Not shit at all, man. Just tired, man. Oh, yeah. Tired. Just working. But you're getting that money, though, man. Yeah. You're getting that cheese. You just need a vacation. Don't we all? Everybody. Don't we all? I wish, if I become president, I would vow that everybody <laughs> who got a working job gets at least one week vacation every month. Oh, Ooh. yes. Or, or at least, what about even one not month? Even a week. Day not a week. even a week. It could be It could be like four days. I was like, what about one day a week? Yeah. One day a week. What if we could shorten up our work week and have a longer weekend? But that was mandatory. More days to rest. Right. That would be nice. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. I feel like you need a day to kind of calm down. And then in your relaxed state, you want a day to kick it. You know what I mean? And then you yeah. need a day to prepare for your work week. We need at least three days. At least three. Let's let's start a petition here at the cookout. Oh yeah. Um also too, we want to tell y'all that we appreciate everybody who's supporting the cookout. We appreciate everybody who's been pulling up with them plates. And if you're watching us on Spotify or the Anchor app, make sure you're dropping them applause signs. Make sure you're commenting. You can comment anonymous. If you like what we're doing but you don't want to give us the credit and you don't want to put your name on there. Like an honesty bond. It's all good. Just, you know what I mean? Just, you know, drop a comment from time to time. Um, you can also uh, comment, send us messages on the uh, our Facebook page, The Cookout. Let us know who you want to see pull up to the cookout, and we'll try our best to get them on here and to see if they secure as fuck. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Breezy, what's going on in the world, my boy? <laughs> see, man, we could talk. I got some couple little sports. Mm-hmm. What's that? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know if y'all know who Brandon Marshall is. Oh, yeah, he played with my chest, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm hit. I'm hit. You hear what he said? What he say? You hear what he's doing? What he doing? 
He's trying to get in that boxing ring, and he's calling out. Uh, he's calling out Deontay Wilder and all them. He better go somewhere. <laughs> he's calling him out, talking about he really does this. He does this. I'm like, man, this dude ain't boxing a day, day in his life, and he's he he just he he just now happy because after he did a little uh, when he did his little interview, he just he just boxed like twelve rounds. I mean, uh, twenty four rounds, like thinking he did something. I'm like, come on, okay, Miss Lee, I'm gonna put you on to something. What? Deontay Wilder is the same nigga that said that he be feeling like he want to actually kill somebody in the ring. Catch a body. He want to catch a body. Okay. So do you think that Brandon Marshall, a football player, uh-huh. should get in the ring with this man? No. Hell no. <laughs> because no, he's he gonna, telling you. He going to be his he's ass. He's telling you, I want oh, to man. try to kill somebody. I mean, don't get me wrong, Brandon Marshall, he in tremendous shape and all that, but it's the difference between between uh, physically shaped and boxing shape. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I just don't, I don't care if I was in tip-top shape. This motherfucker might pull a shank out. He want to kill somebody <laughs> in the ring so bad. I'm not fucking with that. And then when you dead, what people going to say? Well, he said he wanted to kill somebody in the ring. Like, no, I'm not, no. That's bad energy. I mean, but that's that's around. that's like disres- that's disrespecting boxing though. Like you can't just you can't just be retired like from NFL and just think you could just get in the boxing ring. Right? But, you know what I'm saying? But isn't that what happens in a lot of different industries? Yeah, but they usually go to golf though. Like okay, or they acting, like in sports, singing. You see, but that's you not, always that's, see people cross. But that's over. not boxing though. Like boxing is different. Like this, that's a gladiator sport. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just go from okay, catching the football, then all of a sudden I'm about to get in the ring and just, there, I mean. That's because, because you respect the people, sport, but I can see a man but, thinking, oh, I can fight. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, but that's just disrespecting the boxers because these boxers been doing this shit all their life, though. Like, they got technique. You know what I'm saying? They got technique. They got muscle memory. You know what I'm saying? They know how to do, they know what to go through. Like, if they in trouble, they know how to maneuver out of that. Like, this dude right here, he ain't never been in nothing like that besides a little Little hood fight, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, let him try it out. Let him, let him, let him get a little taste of the phone. I don't, I don't want him to get. I don't want him to get his head knocked off. Well, maybe really not don't. going to the because he's he talking about he he's he's not one of these smaller dudes. You know what I'm saying? He's right. trying to be a heavyweight. You know what I mean? Like okay. it'll be different if he was like Floyd Mayweather size or something right. like that. You know what I'm saying? But well, these guys, is, these guys is like bigger than Tyson. I got tips for Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall, if you do happen to get in the ring with Deontay Wilder, I'm gonna tell you what you do. You bite that nigga's ear. That's what you do. That's the only way you have a chance to win is you bite that nigga's ear up. Like Holyfield That's said. So he bit my ear up. So I think he should try it out if that's what he wants to do. I mean, we only have one yeah. life. Maybe his first fight I mean, shouldn't be with the premeditated murder. Right. I mean, for me, yeah, right. And me personally, though, I think his better chance will be if he was to try to mix it up in MMA. I think yeah, that'd be a better. That'd uh, be a better. That's, no, that's too much blood. Either that's or, too, that's too, body niggas ear. Too many you know body niggas. Because in that way, head. that way he can still use his legs and everything else. Like if he just using knees, like that ain't enough. Like you know what I'm saying? Using straight hands, that ain't enough. Because you know you see a couple other football players that transition over to that. You know? All right, Brandon Marshall, they doubting you here at the cookout. You hear them? They doubt you. Oh, you trying to save your life? They doubt you. What else? Save your life. Oh. um... Let's see. Uh, well, the NBA preseason started a little bit. A little bit of preseason games. I mean, none of the stars is really playing too much. I mean, James Harden been playing a little bit, but other he's been the only star playing like in the preseason so far. But he's this nigga developing a, a one foot three pointer. He's been using. He's been hitting that motherfucker though. Like he's been hitting it off one foot though. Like he do his little step back and then one foot three, netting it. So I'm like wow. this. This nigga is. Do you think that's gonna be hard to guard, or he's already hard to guard anyway? With that, that's just another, another uh, add to his repertoire, like another, another, uh, another weapon. You know what I'm saying? He already got the handles and everything like that, but we gonna see. You know, Houston, see what y'all gonna do. I'm, that's still, that still got me kind of. I'm trying to. I'm got an intriguing matchup like how's Westbrook and. Harden going to play mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they always say Westbrook, he's not a team player. Harden's not a team player. But they love each other, though. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that goes a long way. Like, I feel like they love each other. Like, they, you know what I mean? They both L.A. kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, Aww. 
Like they like they like a brotherhood. Like mm-hmm. so, I figure they they'll do whatever to make it right. right. So I'm, don't sleep on the Houston Rockets. Right. But go Lakers. Yeah, we took a poll in our house this week, and we decided our family was going for the Lakers and Golden State Warriors this season. Both? So yeah. It's one or the other. No, we're gonna root for both. <laughs> you can't rule out Golden State yeah, because they lost right. Kevin. Just because they lost Kevin Durant. I'm saying we're loyal Golden State fans and we follow LeBron. Yeah, I should have so. known y'all was gonna throw the light skin team in there. That's all. Whatever. Draymond what? what? Green on there. Thank you. He's a heart. Yeah, Thank I you. I went to. I, I used to Even party hard. back with old light skin Steph Curry back in the day. Oh yeah. So. He don't probably don't remember me, but <laughs> look, I remember him and corny ass like. I'm playing, I'm playing. But oh, did y'all watch any baseball this week? Uh, I watched a little bit of okay, it. Okay, you saw them nationals. You see them nationals come back. Yeah, but they took an L in game two though, and they didn't score. They got shut out. What are you talking about? We is going to the – we is about to play. The series again. is tied 1-1 right now. Okay, they well. still got some couple games. See how they, shit, see how they shit on me? Who I don't the shit on playing? them. Who the I don't even shit on they them. Playing, they playing my dad's favorite team all the time. The Atlanta Brewers. Yeah. Mm. No. That Brewers game was amazing yeah. with the Brewers. Yeah. See how all those shit on them? Uh-huh. See how like those black Dodgers. women always stand? Like if it was a team, I don't men. really watch baseball like that, but for some reason I always like the Dodgers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm rolling with the Dodgers. You just like the hat. I like the blue. That blue color. That's all I have for you. What is that? Dang, what is that? Y'all piercing my throat with that. What is that? Ah, man, you can't hit that, man. That's the shit. You want to shout them out? That's the shit to kill Elvis. Nah, that's anonymous. It's anonymous. It's anonymous. I got that. I can't put him out there. He might go to jail. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's anonymous. Anonymous. Sponsored the tree is sponsored by Anonymous. Yes. Tonight at the cookout, it's burning booze, bro. Mm-hmm. What else going on in the world? What's popping, crazy? Man, gonna um, be happy with it. Um, I want to send my condolences to the great late Diane Carroll. Mm. She passed away. Yes. Like if y'all don't know her. She was like the original black actress. Yes. You know, one of the originals. You know the one, the first one yeah. to go against that whole black caricature mm-hmm. to play the just the role of a mm-hmm. working married mother in society, yes. but was black. Mm-hmm. Yes. So big condolences to the family, Diane Carroll. Yes. Um, another sad note. Uh, that freaking case. I already know y'all. I already know y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they waiting mm-hmm. for you to talk, talk about, about it. Yeah. Talk about it. All I gotta say is Amber Geiger. Is that her name? Did I say it right? Geiger. It don't even matter. Geiger. 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 Well, Amber Geiger is her name. Geiger. Okay, Geiger. Whatever. <laughs> she. <laughs> She got one off. That's all I gotta right. say. She, like, got, she got one off. Like, she killed a black man she and got ten black years man and a bunch got, of fucking hugs. Got ten years and a family and a brother hugged. I wouldn't have did that. I mean, I mean, I know, I know. We got black us as black people got so much pressure on us to where we gotta do everything right all the time. But that wasn't the right time to be right. Like I'm not hugging that bitch. Yeah. I mean, I don't even call women bitches, but that's a bitch. Fuck her. I hear people talk about that's what black people have as a people that other cultures don't have. We're compassionate, we're empathetic, we're forgiving. That's our problem. I could have did that. We need to, like only way only way I might have would have. We hugged can do her. we can do all that without. Only way us. I might only way I might have would have hugged her is if she would have got the time she deserved, like life. Right. You like, know what I'm saying? Uh, she got ten years. She just got off. Oh, you know she my age, and she about to spend the rest of her days. Yeah, she about right. to be out of jail in less than a year. All right. right. They said she only got, yeah, yeah. I heard she probably only had to do mandatory five or something like that, maybe. Something no, like that. she get parole after five, but yeah. they got this thing where, down there in Texas, where, like, after so many months, if you don't get in trouble, you can go back in front of the court, and they can you just already know put she all back be, on the she shelf. She's probably going to be in protective custody. You know what I mean? She's going to be... 
she ain't gonna she ain't gonna be a uh, general pop. Right. She's just gonna rock them whatever she gotta do them little eight nine months and then probably get out. Eat not even just going that deep into her case. Just the point. Just the fact that a black man's life is on. Hey, my question years. is this though: What if the roles was reversed? Thank you. He be doing life. What if he right. would have killed her? He be doing life. That's why he got the electric chair, right? He be doing. They would have brought the electric yeah. chair to his house. Right. For real, like they woulda, like they woulda brought the electric chair to his house, like that's what I don't understand. Yeah. And then you get this other black man, 40, 45 years for killing the police dog, and this woman killed a whole man, a whole person, black person, black man. In his own crib. In his own crib. Eating ice cream. That nigga didn't know he was about to die that day. Right. Man. He was chilling. How traumatizing is that? I can't even Man. eat. We can't even eat ice cream no more. Right. As a people. Man. Without right, but, thinking about But you already know what they gonna do, man. They do this every time though. Like the big the police department gonna write a check out, save face, get them family some money, and then be like, hey, we did, we sorry, we're gonna get y'all this. That's what they gonna right. do. That's it's what they always enough. do. So money is not money not money can't bring any bring it bring him back though. You know what I'm saying? Like like that was just the whole situation was wrong. Like, you know what I mean? The whole like I for her to get only 10 years, though, like, I didn't... And hugs. Fuck and that. Hugs. 10 years and hugs. I would have spit in her face. Like, y'all really feel like I, I went in for the hug and then I For what? It's might have spit in her. For what? This man is dead. Something ain't right. It's going to be more to the story. And got my little whatever weekend. Spent my weekend in jail or something. That would have been worth it. I don't care. I'm right. out of mustard or something. I couldn't. I'm going to hug her. There's no Shanked way. <laughs> I just keep telling myself, they the the little bailiff police officer that was stroking her hair, the brother, the judge, they just needed to get close enough to get a sample of her hair so we could put some spells on her, mm -hmm. just some root on her. You know what I'm saying? That's what I keep telling myself. We just we just needed to get some of her hair, and Amber gonna be bald and have lesions <laughs> all over her body here within a couple weeks, and emaciated in her cell. And that's just what I'm just gonna. Help me sleep at night because that was a bunch of bullshit in that courtroom. It didn't matter that the judge was black. It didn't matter that the drawers were black. The system isn't for us. It's not for us. It's okay. It really ain't. Like, it's really not at all. Like, a man can't even be safe in his home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Can't go to school. Can't go to the movies. Nah. Can't go to church. Can't stay home and eat ice cream. Can't drive. Can't go to work. Don't be black in America. That's why I keep telling y'all, move to Canada. Come with me to Canada. No, everybody can't come to Canada. Never mind. Um, edit that out. Um, <laughs> one more thing. I mean, this is this is a very important month for me. I mean, for you too. You know, it's October twentieth. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Very. Man. Important day, you know. That was the day Todd passed away. Todd Shields, two thousand two what two thousand six. Mhm. It'd be thirteen years. To. I mean, if y'all don't know Todd, I mean, he was he was like the the life of the room, like the life of the party. You know what I mean? Like just so many stories. Like he just made everybody smile. Like I just always just wonder, like. What would it be like if he was here right now? Like, imagine him on Facebook. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? With a Snapchat. The wreck. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I mean, since we ain't never mentioned him yet on this show, I'm going to. All right, PTO. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? That's a rough day for all of us. You know, rough, rough day. So, I just want to shout out my brother. Gone too soon. Gone way before his time. <laughs> way before. Mm. They're about to start getting me all fidgety and shit. Miss um, Lee, what we got with the um, Facebook funnies? Oh, goodness. I think I want to talk about something we haven't talked about on the show. What's that? And um, I know we got viewers and listeners from all over, but people here in Middletown know all about this secret society of grammar police that we have 
on Facebook, <laughs> and we won't say much more than that. But, um, oh my God, it was some recent beef on my timeline with some local girls. Um, I don't care. I don't really know them like that, so we're going to talk about it. We ain't going to say no names, but... So I guess it was one girl who gets her kids taken away a whole bunch. I don't know. And um, so this, she just had another baby recently. And uh, oh shit, I'm fucked up. I'm a little drunk because I was drinking a little bit before we started recording. And, you're drinking now. and I'm drinking now. And don't fuck me up. Like it's I don't want nobody this, this to see me if I this is what we I got do. goons. I got people. So come, don't pull up. Let me not talk shit. But for real. And it was just funny. It's just funny. And the people I'm talking about probably don't even listen anyway. So. But, okay. Forget everything I just said. I'm going to really generalize it. Y'all got to. Oh, we got smartphones now. And they tell us when words are, are right and when they're wrong. And I don't want to crush everything that's going on and the stuff that we laugh about. But I was on there and she was talking and her whole post was fucked up, like she slow as fuck. And then her friends underneath it, they all slow as fuck. And then the bitch she arguing with, I go to her page and look at her post, and she's slow as fuck. I'm like, this is really, like, maybe it's not wrong, yo. Maybe this shit is not grammatically incorrect. Maybe it's a whole nother language that we don't fucking, like, we not supposed to comprehend. Like, we really not supposed to understand it's not for us. But that's, oh my God, that had me caught all the way off. What you got? Don't nah, be laughing all the time. Man, man, man. My, my, my Facebook funny, the shit I be seeing, <laughs> this shit is funny, is no disrespect to my Caucasian women, you know, but y'all can't cook like us so quit putting up plates like y'all cooking like us you know what i'm saying like y'all don't eat tilapia y'all don't eat that y'all eat straight cod and alaskan pollock you know what i'm saying like come on now we just gonna keep it all the way real y'all don't y'all don't eat chicken wings y'all eat quarter legs you know what i'm saying like we gonna keep it with a buck no you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all eat Cornish hens and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all of a sudden, I'm about to go home and cook me up some tilapia and this and that. Like, come on now. Y'all don't eat that shit. Y'all know, we got different white people really. here. I mean, just because, I mean, I don't know. Taco salad. They taco salad. Taco salad. Yeah, they eat taco salad. No damn well. They grew up eating regular tacos with the shells and shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, taco. I saw a post somebody. I saw a post somebody talking about taco salads I, only made in black homes. I think that was, exactly. that was that was my boy Coop. Coop yep. said that. He said, yeah. and I, I've never seen no white people really make taco salads. Hell no. Because I wonder if taco salad was birthed from not having no taco shells, or your taco shells you got is all broken up and you have <laughs> Exactly. That's what that, that sound like some straight black people shit. We, we, we turn. We turn lemons into lemonade. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we do. So like, you don't think white work. people order taco salad from Wendy's? That's not a real taco salad, though. No. That's what it's called, a taco salad. Mm, that's what they call it. That's, that's, a, that's a salad. With, we talk a lot of chili, chips. With chili, with chips and chili on the top. <laughs> right. That's not the same thing. Oh, goodness gracious. I love y'all, but we know y'all don't really eat that shit. <laughs> y'all just, y'all just, you know, trying to... Trying to get us black men, that's all. Oh, he went all the left, but it's oh, a trap. Yeah, I love me some tilapia too. I want some. That shit you kind of good. Listen, and that's what you say when you go in the DM? No. Hell no. Nah. Would you like to have some taco salad with me? I don't need that. <laughs> right. One thing about me, though, I don't need no woman to cook for me. I cook for myself. So no, I that's what they all need for a woman to do. I, I will mind cooking. I probably could cook better than you anyway. Okay. So, okay, you about so, to have a lot of them. So, Nope, they man. So if so if uh so if you think you're gonna cook your way into my heart, that's not gonna work. Because uh. <laughs> you can't cook better than me. You better come with some money. <laughs> come with that check, man. Oh wow. Yeah, what the goodness gracious. I love y'all. Serious. Man. I love everybody. I'm just I'm just I'm just high. <laughs> Smoking on that ooey. Um, 
at the cookout, we always like to bring some of our good friends and close acquaintances through. But today we have no one. Man, shut the fuck up, man. Hold on. Hold on, man. This is how we do this shit. Like, we, did, we have a line at the dough. You know what I'm saying? For guests on the cookout. We really, we really do. Shut up. We All really right. do. It was bad timing, though, today. And right. then, we but this, we made it to this episode, episode yeah. and... And this right here is... I mean, we was this interview was brewing anyway. Yes. You know. Something so. intimate. <laughs> we're all here. You can't see us right now, guys, but we're all here in our 90s. In our pajamas. <laughs> having a pajama jam. <laughs> Real intimate time right now. Buskins and his dundanas that he talks about all the time. <laughs> Get up and twirl around for us. I move. got a whole ass fly ass <laughs> outfit. You do. Look, he's like, they gonna see ball, me. Look. Ball. Right. Can't even like play that. around for 10 seconds. So what, what is y'all saying? What are we doing, man? Okay. We gonna get right to it. We got the prolific. Uh-huh. I like that. The flashy stylish. Uh, talk that talk, crazy. Freshest. Talk that talk, crazy. <laughs> what else? The smallest. I'm basking in it. I'm basking in it. <laughs> I take it all. I take the hate too. I take it all. <laughs> no, I take it all. I take it all, baby. Let's go. You are gifted rapper. Gifted, yes. Let's go. Definitely, definitely, Let's definitely. go. Good spirit. Let's go. Good father. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Good person in general. <laughs> Good cook. Uh, man. Yeah, all right. But well, we gonna do <laughs> you know. But we got the one and only Mister Vuski. We doing? Matter of fact, let's let's make it real. Let me switch seats. Let's switch seats. Oh, let's make it real official. Let me get in there. <laughs> I knew this seat was coming sometime soon. I looks do y'all hear this? I knew right. this seat was coming sometime soon, man. Right, right. And right. I can't wait to be in the middle of the picture because that's yours is that's coming up because they, they they gonna have to they they gotta get to know all the um the uh the people that's on the cookout. So so y'all's is coming soon, very soon. But today we have the one and only Vershawn Vuskeen. Jackson. What up, what up, y'all? Here on the cookout. What up? What's happening? What's happening with How you? How you doing today, Mr. Jackson? I'm nervous. I don't know what you're going to have. We usually Mr. Jackson is nasty. Usually, I'm usually on the other side. I don't know what y'all going to ask. Yeah, nigga. You know, I know you too, nigga. Yeah, we got all the power. You can't mm-hmm. stop nothing. Look, mm-hmm. fingers going to be fidgeted. Don't reach across this table. Right. Exactly. Nothing. But. We got all the power. Since we got you here, we going to. Start this off from the beginning. Mm. I mean, I know this, you know. Where were you originally born? Uh, I was originally born in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, the nasty natty. Uh-huh. Um, it's a crazy story because uh, my dad used to be a, um, a maintenance man in, in Cincinnati at an apartment complex in, in uh, Clifton. Oh. Mrs. Ferguson, who... Uh, had bought Trail Bridge Apartments, which is People's Place. Okay. Had told my um, dad that she has an apartment complex in Middletown, Ohio, and Clifton was getting bad at that time. And she was like, you know, this, I want you to come down there and run this apartment complex for me, um, do the maintenance. Um, it's a better place for your, your kids to grow up at, okay. my, my brother and my sister. And uh, so he took the job and we moved to Middletown. Okay, so him being the maintenance guy at mm-hmm. People's Place, y'all got to stay there. Yeah. That's where y'all lived yeah. as well? Okay. For the free. That's what's mm. up. Listen to that. So I, I mean, he was going to stay there for free anyway. So how old was you, you would say, when you moved to Middletown? Uh, I was I was young. I was uh, I was six. I was I was five. I was five. Okay. I was five years old. So you, did, you went to kindergarten here? Mm-hmm. Did you go to any public schools in Cincinnati? Mm-mm. Okay. That's why when they ask, like, they be like, "Man, you rep so hard." And then some people know I'm from Cincinnati. My Cincinnati family be like, "Why you you rep Middletown, Moneytown so hard?" I'm like, "Man, I've been there my whole life. That's right. why I, you know." I mean, there the ratio. Through. The ratio. I mean, right. I mean, five to yeah, yeah, to so over all your memories to over twenty five plus years. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? The ratio, so, right. So yeah. That's what's up. 
So y'all moved here to Middletown. Mm-hmm. Y'all are at People's Place. Mm-hmm. And you are growing up elementary. Tell us about that. Who, who were you running around? Throw some names out. Shout them out. Uh, when I first moved to Middletown, uh, my family uh, got real cool with the um, with the Fullers. Okay. Uh, uh, Katie, Marmor, um, Bubby, Andre Lewis. Um, I was running around with him, us being uh, the same age, him being a year older than me. Uh, I met Malcolm, and I met Todd, RIP. I met Todd, so I was running around with him and, and, a, and a list of other little young knuckleheads. <laughs> right. We was running around people's place with no care in the world, like just being bad as fuck. What? <laughs> See, what was dope about that was we was all, everybody was in people's place. Right. Like, everybody, like, every like it was always something to do because either if you didn't live in people's place, you lived on 20th. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? So people from 20th would be right there on, in people's place. Like, that exactly. was after school, like, mm-hmm. it was like everybody. Like, you talking like, 20 kids like uh-huh. it's all clicked out Dang every right. day we had everything we needed right there right. and then right across the street we had the legendary ruthies yes <laughs> legendary you go over there and get you chili dogs mm-hmm. uh bacon cheeseburgers mm-hmm. ice cream mm-hmm. uh, cream sodas they breakfast, breakfast. They breakfast. whatever you wanted you went over to ruthies and you got it mm-hmm. what's ruthies now nothing nothing Empty building. Just a landmark. That we need to buy. Right. Right. And call it the cookout. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. That sounds like a plan. Right. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so you running through the city with your crew. Uh huh. Y'all gang gang. Uh-huh. You going to school? We what? We just run around people's place. <laughs> Y'all was running around people's place. Y'all was, was up and down Minnesota. Right. We was gang gang. Mm-hmm. What was school like? Like, what kind of student were you like? For all the little youngins that um, might be listening, little lovable kid. Um, I was a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. I was a big mama's boy. So shout out to mama. So, so all my, uh, all my my women teachers, um, second grade and first grade teachers. Um, I, I think I came in the middle of first grade, and they they noticed that because like how my mom would you know she would dress me in little. Like little outfits and shit, oh, and they, you know what I mean. And I don't know what it is. It's like it's like, and I was I was I was chubby then, a little fat butterball. And I don't know why it's like teachers when they see that your mom like really really care about you, they try to be like that second mom. You know what I mean? Had asthma, so they oh. so they always checking on me. You know what I'm saying? If I start breathing hard in class, and, are you okay? You wanna let me call your mom so she can come bring you a breathing treatment up here? You wanna you know what I mean? You need your inhaler and stuff like that. So. Um, uh, my, my, my school, even though I was, I was bad, you know what I mean? They, the t- teachers always treated me good. Cause you was having an asthma attack after your, um. Some of them I used to fake. <laughs> Allegedly. This is telling tell us about your character. <laughs> Allegedly, I used to fake. Not all the time, but. <laughs> he ain't even got asthma. He grew out of that a long time ago. <laughs> Alright, now growing up, growing up with another brother and a sister, how was that being the baby? Uh, it was, I mean, it was, it's always cool being a baby, I mean, but I mean, you, you start seeing your brother and sister like, like getting out and like exploring the world and shit and, you know, and, and cause they, they jumped off the porch early. Like I had a sister who, you know what I'm saying, she was, had some friends who was, you know, wasn't always the good friends. They was fast, what you would call it. And, you know, she was running around doing stuff she ain't had no business doing. My brother, he got with a crew, you know what I'm saying, at that time, the, the Notorious 10th Avenue. Mm-hmm. And and they was they was wild. So, shout you know, some of your brother. Yeah, shout out um, Couture Jackson, Shay Shay, my baby, Foon Stocky. Um, Tori Jackson, <laughs> one of the one of the, the most interesting people that you will meet. I love him though. I love him. He is I love him. Else. I love him. I do anything for him. I, I love him to death. But you know, just just watching them and just wanting to do what they was doing. You know what I'm saying? Waiting for my turn to jump off the porch. Right, right, right. And what age would you say you jumped off the porch, Mr. Jackson? Um, I don't want to jump too far ahead. Uh. 
I would say I started indulging and getting the more bad things once we finally got out of people's place because that was always the thing like when you move out of people's place you like man I moved on up right you know exactly. what I'm saying so that took me to that took me to 17th okay. that took that took me to 17th uh avenue now when I got on 17th it was a little different because um I think at that age I probably was like maybe like 11 12 I was probably about 12 and that's when you started seeing I would say in people's place you know, it was like all oh, wild knuckleheads. It was us. Then you had the teenagers. It was wild, and really, they was just nuisances. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but once you got over the seventeenth, and you closer to the to the notorious Minnesota at that time, mm-hmm. that's when you started seeing the niggas getting money. Okay. So I'm riding my bike to the corner, and then to the projects, and these is like drug infested areas, and right. you seeing the gold Daytons. You seeing the the low riders, you seeing the the big body old schools on rims, you seeing the trucks on rims. So that's when I really like started seeing like what I wanted to be. Okay. At that time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you were still in school at this time. Yeah, I was still in school. I was a young boy. I was a young boy just watching through my window. You know what I mean? Just going seeing to school that, every day. Yeah, yeah. Going Doing to school your every day. Going to school every day. Yeah, you would say so. You would say you were a good student. You were being a good kid. Yeah, I was still for being. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part. For okay. the most part. Um, but at that time, though, I, I started uh, noticing um, changes, though. In your uh, neighborhood. And within my household. Okay. My dad, um, you know, like probably like a lot of people, like back in the '80s, before we even came, my dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay. At that time, it was freebase. But once we got on 17th and we in that area and you can walk to that corner and get cracked, you know, it got a little worse. Okay. Now, my dad was always a functioning drug addict. Okay. Meaning so he that was meaning, yeah, he would always go to work, you know what I'm saying, and, and, you know, come home, pay the bills, and make sure everybody's straight. But with that, them couple hundred that's left over, he gone for the night. And you, you know were noticing this? Yeah, I was, no, I was noticing it by... I didn't notice it at first, but I'll be like, okay, like my dad coming home and like he gone for like a day and they come home the next day, like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And my mom in there arguing with him, trying to fight him. And I'm like, what is they fighting for? Like, I, I you know what I mean? I figured he was probably out working. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because at this time he was uh doing, he was ma- he was uh, doing maintenance at a, a nursing home mm-hmm. and uh, and he was a cook. My dad was a, he was a real good cook. And I'm like, well, he probably just been working. Like, why is you arguing and right. fighting with this man? But me being so young, I didn't know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So at what age would you say that his activity was starting, that you were able to notice it and know what was going on? Um, from 17th, we moved to Delaware. Okay. Um, I would know then when, you know, I'm getting a little bit older. And let's say I might be with, with um, Freezy. And I might be with my homie Tone, because I met Tone at that time, Tony Murphy, shout out to him. Um, we would be out, you know, you you out, you young, you moving around more. Mm-hmm. So we would be on bikes or whatever, and he would see me out, but he coming to the block, you know what I mean? We'd pull our bikes up just on the, on the block just to be around the dope boys. Right. And he come doing his whip, and he see me, and he like, damn, my son right there, but I got to get my fix. Mm. So, you know what I mean? He might pull up on somebody. Have them hop in the car, you know what I'm saying? But they might not hit the cell until they get like down the street and around the corner. Okay. And then, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and I might see them later on, like, yeah, I seen you pull down the, down the block. Like, what you, what you was doing? Or, I was talking to one of my homeboys, or I was getting some weed, or I had to talk to him, or, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know. Fuck. So that was the conversation for y'all for a while. Yeah. And then, and then like some of the, the jobs um, he was having. Uh, he started started changing a lot of jobs. He always kept a job, but like some of the jobs, like started getting getting they would switch. You know what I'm saying? They would switch because I guess you know what I mean it's, it's different than you know you've been able to come home after you've been out for a few days. You know you you on a binge and you ain't been to work in a few days. They you know what I mean as much as how good as you doing, right. they gotta let you go. Okay. So that's when I really really started noticing. Okay. 
To answer your question. And your age right now, you on the block, you pulling up to the dope boys, you're going through this with your dad, so are you having some stuff going on at home with your mom mm-hmm. and your dad arguing? How is, you know, you rap, you write, are you into music at this point? Um, yeah, we started, we start, I used to always like rap when I was little, like the, like the older homies, they used to rap in people's place, but I remember when I was little, you know what I'm saying, growing up around my brother and just everybody in people's place was always in the music, <clears throat> I just used to always like, just try to put little words together, but I was good at putting them together. Mm-hmm. I might've had little like, like crazy raps, but they was, they was good. Like if I would have, if I go and it's like a whole bunch of like 14, 15 year olds rapping, and I'm like eight at this time, mm-hmm. and I come to put some words together, I sound better than them. Okay. So my confidence level was boosted already. Like, man, I'm better than y'all niggas. Like, y'all sitting there talking about dumb shit. I'm talking about kid shit, but I'm busting though. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm busting off. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming out there. Yeah, I'm on the huffy with the, with the spokes on it. Uh, it sounds dope, don't it? Uh, you might need to hang from a rope, don't you? But I'm, I'm busting though, like I'm busting for like three, four minutes, and they and they, they only got they only got two lines, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So um, speaking of the music, like um, growing up, like what was some of the musical influences in your life growing up? Like what was what was in your household? Like, what was what was being played? You know, I, I always say this. Us being in the Midwest, a little bit of everybody. Right. We really don't. I mean, we had rappers, like you say, from, like, Chicago. Like, you had, like, Twister, who was, like, tongue twisted in. You had Bone Thugs and Harmony. But we was just on everything. We listened to niggas from New Orleans mm-hmm. to New York to um, we might listen to Uncle Luke down in Miami. You know what I'm saying? We listening to Cali rappers, Tupac and... And Snoop Dogg, and so we we listened to a little bit of everybody. Who would That's, you say was your biggest influence then? Um, at that at that and... at that time, it was just Tupac. It was it was just the Flash. Like I feel like couldn't nobody do it better than dude. Like when he come out with that with that gold on, he throw them silk shirts on, and but then next but then next time you see him, he got on the the, the coldest Tommy Hilfiger outfit. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, man, this nigga is smart, and he rapping, talking that gangster shit. And he getting fly as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, he was the one for me. So you're like, that's who I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. Smart, rapper, fly as fuck. Uh-huh. Mission accomplished. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so you say, so, so Tupac influenced you then. Who, who, is there anybody that you listen to rock with real heavy right now? Uh, right now, I just listen to a lot of local rappers. I, I listen to a lot of local, but as of right now, though, I mean, my whole background where I come from, I come from a, a dope boy background. So I listen so to So Ross is still my favorite. Jay's still my favorite. Pusha T is one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? But I still mix it in with some of the new niggas too. Like my son be putting me on the people too. So I you know, I try to oh, I try to keep a balance. <laughs> so rewind a little bit. Yeah, we got a lot to go. A lot to go. <laughs> I was just curious to who you were listening to right now. My bad, my bad. <laughs> but where we at? Where we at? We at? We on seventeen. We on Delaware. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we on Delaware. We, we on, on Delaware. Delaware. You running with we Malcolm? On Delaware. We, I'm running with Malcolm. He was, right, he was right across the alley from me. Right. I stayed right across the and alley. Tone was right across the street. He was right across from the street from him, and then. And then a couple years later, Todd was down the street from both of them. Right. Mm-hmm. But even before that, it was crazy, though, because <laughs> when I first moved over there, I stayed in the house at first a lot. Because I knew Malcolm from People's Place, but I hadn't seen him. You know what I'm saying? We had been um, removed away from each other a few years. Because yeah, I think he had moved out first. So I, I moved, moved, yeah, I moved, I moved to fourth. And yeah. then you moved to 17. So yeah. only time we really saw each other would be in passing in school. Right. But that I mean, be briefly. So one day I'm looking out my window. I'm bored as fuck. I'm super. It's around Christmas time. I done got all these toys in there. I ain't done even like took them out outside yet. And then I happen to see my homie Mal. He go across the street to this light skin cat's house. I don't really know him like that. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Um, 
and and they out there dribbling the basketball. So I see, so I'm like, I get my courage up. I'm like, man, I see, because you know people change. Like right. you know, what I'm saying I ain't want to press down on him. Like, man, what's up, bro? It's me. Like. He like, nigga, I ain't fucking with you. Like, <laughs> I just, I just go out there head first. Like, man, what's up, man? He like, nothing chilling, man. This is my boy Tony right here, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? He be living here for a minute. I'm like, oh, what y'all doing? They dribbling the ball. And he like, we just, we just chilling. We actually about to go in the back and play basketball. And he had a realm in the back of his house. Okay. A real realm. Right. Niggas really wasn't having realms. We had the little realms, but it was the little, like, the Michael Jordan, Larry Bird joint that you, the, the little, what they call the, uh, the little tykes, yeah. <laughs> jump up, you slam the, the ball over the there, and the rim fall the rim down. Fall down, then you lift it yeah. back up. <laughs> yeah, but he had a real rim, so we back there and hooped, and then we've been friends ever since. Wow, friends ever since. His mom was nice, Miss Shelby. Shout out to her; she was real nice. And, and you made a point to call him two light skinned. Yeah, two light skinned nigga. Two of my best friends, two, two light skinned niggas. Friends. That's crazy. Them some of the only light skinned niggas That's I where like. Where you get this complex from, Malcolm? It's <laughs> y'all <laughs> fault. Y'all just need to him growing up. Did y'all walk two steps? Did y'all walk a couple steps in front of me? Did he have to carry your stuff? Did he have to cook your food? What is the problem? He act like motherfuckers treat him like slaves or something the way he talk about light skinned people. Over the years, light skinned niggas done changed. (laughs) Your best friends is light skinned. Light skinned on the inside. But also on Delaware, um, you know what I'm saying? Me, you know what I mean, admiring. The, the trappers, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We called them, them D-Boys at the time. Me admiring the D-Boys. Um, Tony had a had an uncle, uh, uncle named, uh, named Murph. And uh, he was, all, even though he was in the streets, he was always real good to us. You know what I'm saying? If Tony, you know, wanted to go to the movies, he'd give us money to go to the movies if we didn't have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, pull up, hop out, you know, drop game on us. Um, you know, it was just just giving us, just feeding us game. You know what I'm saying about life and stuff like that. So he was another person that really made me like. Eventually, I'm about to hop off the porch. Oh Lord! So right I'm now you're just sitting on the bottom step of the porch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like about to hop off the porch. But at this time, I'm playing football too. I'm I'm real dope at football. Okay. Like like Pee Wee days. Like I'm real nice. Boss Hog. Yeah, they call me Boss Hog. Okay. <laughs> I'm back to that name. Okay. Yeah, shout out to Uncle T, man. Uncle T gave me that name, man, because I, I was chubby. I was chubby. Everybody was fat. Everybody was fat. Yeah. My, my auntie called me Tank back okay. in the day. She still called me Tank now. Shout out to Auntie Vera. He's still little. Yeah. A little round body. But I'm playing football, so I had I had football dreams. Okay. You know what I mean, I had football. I had I wanted to jump off the porch and get some money, but I had football dreams though. I think every rapper is born with football dreams. Yeah, I had football dreams. Yeah. And so, but where, so, and how old are you at this point? Which, which um, we like, we like 14. You playing football? We're like 13. We like 13. We like 13. Yeah, 13. You like 13. 13, 14. Because I'm, I'm at Vail. I'm in middle school at this time. Okay. I'm at Vail. I'm at Vail. And you're really good at football? Yeah, I'm nice. I'm nice at Vail. So, what happened? You um, were good at football. You're a decent student. You're going to school every day. That leads me up into. When I'm about to be a freshman in high school, yeah, that's when everything happens. Okay, everything goes downward. So your ninth grade, uh-huh. the year is. I don't remember. Nineteen ninety. No, hell no. no. We ain't that old. Yes, we are. Because no, think about not. it. I went to. I went. I was a freshman in. No, I was a freshman <laughs> in freaking two thousand. <laughs> So no damn well. So ninety nine. Not older than me. So ninety nine. So well, no, he was or. a freshman in two thousand. Well, either or, fuck the year. We all still, we all, we young, we young, and we still living. I'm not even. I'm really trying to forty or something, man. I'm really trying to get She said nineteen ninety. I'm like, wait a minute. So look, so look. To answer your question, the year was. I'm on my way. It's two thousand. Two thousand one. Okay. I guess yeah, two thousand one. So I'm about to be. Of a freshman in high school. Um, by then, we meet my friend Jeremy uh, Gooder McGuire, and this okay. this is all old, so I can speak about all this. We meet Gooder. Um, Gooder lived around the corner. He lived closer to the other side of town, which is Baltimore Avenue. Okay. Um, we get cool with him. It's a whole crew of us. Um, shout out to C. Wright, Bubby, uh, Bud. Um, 
it's, it's a lot of us. But and and Gooder start hustling out of all of us first. First, okay. He start hustling out of all of us first. So you know, we just sitting. I'm I'm still I'm not off the porch yet. Right. I'm still I'm sitting around watching him get money, and uh, so eventually the school year start. And we go back to school. And his family always had money, but he always wanted to get his own. Mm-hmm. But we in school, and you know what I'm saying? He coming with new shit every day. I'm getting shit. My mom buying me shit. Like I said, my dad was a functioning dope He right. buying me shit. But I'm just like, man, I want more. I want more. So it's a lot of, like, and this is where my mind was at this time. Mm-hmm. It's more Sean John to get. It's more Rockware to get. It's more coogee to get. Right, I got this. Shit. I, I gotta, I gotta shit. get this shit. He coming to get it, and he and he cool with us too. Like he, like he good to us. Like niggas let nigga let us borrow clothes, and I didn't wear a shoe size, but he buying all the Jordans every weekend early, young boy. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm like, damn, I need to get it's this. Enticing. So eventually, I'm like in the middle of the school year. I'm like, okay, I ain't about to go to him because that's my bro. I'm about to holler at one of these other niggas. To get put on. Yeah. I get a pack. And the first pack I sold, as soon as I sold the pack, I fucked the money up. Oh, went went bought some Jordans and didn't have no money to get back on. And I'm like, is this for me? Because all I want to do is just buy shit. Because <laughs> I just want to shop. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so, one pack. And you got one pair of Jordans. Yes. From that one pack. Yeah, that was back then. You can buy, you can get you a fifty dub, mm-hmm. and you can sell it and make oh, about a, okay. and make a hundred fifty dollars. Say, oh, what's the fucking point? Make a hundred fifty dollars and so put me out, put me out, and game. then I and I go buy Jordans. Put me out, game. Mm-hmm. So that happened just once, or it happened a couple. times? No, it happened a couple times. Okay. <laughs> I was doing that like my first eight flips. I had all the Jordans, but then I kept going back to the person. I'm not gonna say his name. Who was giving, who was giving me packs? I kept coming back, man. I fucked the money up. He like, damn, man. Like, what the fuck? Like, and then I think on the last pack, I just, I didn't even make it back up to him. Like, I just, just dipped off on him. Like, I just oh, dipped off on the plug. Yeah, he about to be on. Ghost and then shit. I started fucking with Goop. I'm like, man, you my bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, put me. You know what I'm saying? I was, he was giving me more because he at that time he was getting more. Mm-hmm. So it was, it wasn't no more fifty packs. It was you get a little bit more from it. So I got more room to wiggle. Like, I can go buy the Jordans and the outfit. And re and, and then re-up. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay. And it was just basically, like, like just too much for me to, like, try to wiggle. Like, to try to do school and to, you know what I mean, to, to hustle at the same time. So I'm getting calls. Um, shut that refrigerator for me, somebody, please. So I'm getting calls at um you know phone ringing while I'm at school phone mm-hmm. is ringing I'm leaving school so I end up getting in trouble for truancy okay so they sent me over to Garf- Garfield alternative and Garfield was your modern day fucking lean on me right <laughs> fucking in the bathroom smoking um uh you know leaving school coming back and it was cool for me there because I would meet my licks around there, then I would be able to come back and, and take a test, mm-hmm. you know, and, and finish with a with a C or a B. But um, somewhere along the lines, a guy that you know we rocked with, that we was getting on from, uh-huh. um, got out of jail, and he had a, a a big plug. Damn. And he called me one day and was like, you know, I see what y'all doing, y'all getting money. You know what I'm saying? Um, I really want to put you on. And you know, the, the, the plan was always to get to a bird. What's a bird? A thousand, ki- a thousand grams, a whole kilo. And that was all, that was that was everybody's plan who hustled. And what's the profit um, for that? Off of, well, he was, he was trying to give us a quarter. Okay. The profit off of that is, you know what I mean? You take nine ounces, that's what a quarter, quarter bird is. Um, you know, if it's good, you know, sometimes, you know, I would put like four on there. You know okay. what I mean? Have four extra free ounces. Ounces was going at like at like seven, eight hundred dollars at that time. You know what I mean? So four of those was, was profit. So that's like um like a twenty four hundred dollar profit plus what you breaking down and selling to people, plus uh-huh. you selling ounces, you making like a hundred dollars off them. You know what I mean? So you making like four thousand dollars. So so then the money increased. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you make it. You know, it take at that time it was a, a crack epidemic. So you selling a quarter, quarter, 
quarter key in, you know, like three, four days. So you making $4,000 every three, four days. You know what I'm saying? So before he approached you with this proposition, how much money were you bringing home? We just making like hundreds, hundreds of dollars a day, maybe anywhere from like four to five hundred dollars. Get getting buying an ounce from somebody in the morning and trying to sell it by the end of the night. You done made a couple hundred dollars off of it. Okay, so now working with him, what what your pockets looking like? We that's when we bring we bringing in four thousand. You know, what I'm saying every couple of days, mm -hmm. and I'm able to. Um, my parents knowing I'm hustling, but they not knowing like that. Uh huh. Um, I really wasn't helping with bills, but I would. You know, like do other things. You know, what I'm saying my mom say her feet hurt. I'm paying for massages. I'm I'm buying new comfortable tennis shoes. I'm, okay. I'm putting paper products in the house. And, and how's your dad at this point? Um, he's still on. He's still on. He's still moving around. He don't know I'm hustling. He better not come. I, mean, I think he kind of know. Uh huh. You know what I mean? But he better not come ask me for nothing. You know what I mean? Because I probably would have beat him up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we, that, that's what we wasn't going to do. You know like I mean? money or product? I mean, I would give him money here and there. You know what I mean? But he had to come lie to me. Like, yeah, I'm going to play the numbers. Let me get $50. Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck you need $50 to go play the numbers <laughs> <laughs> for? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he did so much for me. You know what I mean? On paydays. You know what I mean? it was, And he still would do like on paydays. Like, even though I'm, he know I'm hustling. Mm -hmm. He get paid... Uh, you want to go to Gold Star Chili and, you know what I'm saying, you want to go, but let's go to, let's go to Dillard's, you know what I'm saying? And then after that, I don't see him for a day or two, you know what I'm saying? So, and at that time, also me dealing with dude, I want to shout out Freezy, man. I want to shout out my brother. Like, Freezy took, at that time, you know what I mean, it was other people in my family that seen I was getting money. Mm -hmm. And they like, you know, I got somebody down here, you know what I'm saying? So I would go sometimes and, and ride down there and, do shit I had no business doing and Freezy would roll with me. Wow. No questions asked. He didn't he didn't do none of the stuff we did, but bruh had cars. Right, he you had, weren't in the game, right? Yeah, no, he had clothes, he had cars, he coming out to the club with us buying bottles, living like we living, you know what I'm saying? But he doing everything on the up and up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for him taking them trips with me, I love bro from that for that. You wanna shout out where you where you was working, Freezy? Look, here you go with that yeah. shit again. <laughs> Same spot I'm working at now. See? Longevity. Longevity. Get I even you said all on, the same thing. I even said on the song, I said Freezy took a couple trips. I love him for that. Cause if we would have got caught, he was not coming back. <laughs> and I love him for that, bro. I, I, I love, bro. Shout bro. out to Freezy for being loyal. All the other homies would be he like, they'd be like, man, why don't you take me with you, man? I'm Mount come and he don't say nothing, he don't tell nothing. I, I don't want y'all niggas, y'all my niggas, but I don't want y'all knowing my every move. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take this and bring this back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Shout out to Freezy. Thank you, Freezy. Y'all here today because man, you drove man. in a straight line. But no, that's just my crazy, brother, bro. Crazy thing about we ain't never, we ain't never even been in an argument. Yeah, the crazy thing about those times was I ain't even really think. I mean, I knew what we was doing, but I never really. I'm thinking like shit. We good. Like we wasn't smoke. I mean, I wasn't smoking weed in the car. Right. We both was licensed drivers. Seat he drove seatbelts on. I just needed somebody. I need to feel safe. Somebody. So I felt me. like I felt like we was all in the good. Like if if anything was to happen, like that's important. It would have been. It have been. I know. I know the law. Right. I know the law. Like so, the cops couldn't just illegally search your shit without probable cause. Mm -hmm. So. If they pull us over and they don't have no probable cause, they can't search our shit illegally. You know right. what I'm saying? No matter what we got in there. Like, they have probable cause. So, that's what I always thought positive. That was my thing. Like, positive thoughts equals positive results. Say that again. Positive thoughts equals positive results. Positive thoughts equals positive results. Uh, so positive thoughts equals positive results. Come on. I love it. <laughs> you know yeah. So... So at this time, you know what I mean, they at Garfield, I'm at I'm at Garfield alternative, like I said, they give me a chance to go back to the high school. So I'm nervous. My mom and my dad, like, you gotta go back, don't fuck this up, you know what I'm saying, go back and do right. And I still got football dreams. Right. So I go, I do the workout, you know, me being from where I'm from, and you know, I feel like I'm being a little tougher. You know, there's a lot mm -hmm. of tough, tough guys out there, but I was still nice. Right. I still had that hunger. So I made the team, but at this time, you know what I mean, you getting quarter birds, half birds, 
you like, man, and I can talk about this now because the statute of limitations is over. And I want y'all to know this is just part of the story at the cookout. We do not promote selling drugs. Not at all. At all. This is just part of the story. But I just couldn't. I chose the money over, you know what I mean? And, I, and I, another thing, though, we got we to gotta put the time. We got to put the, the picture in the time frame. Like, you got to think. Jeezy's thug motivation came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? He made everybody want her shit. I even thought about picking me up a pack. You know what I'm saying? Just cuz. You know what I mean? Like, look at Bree. Jeezy. Said, I almost you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I mean, when Jeezy came. The club, when the song, when Jeezy come on, they man. Just throw that hand in the air. Jeezy had it. Jeezy Just had it. They got that beer in their hand. <laughs> Jeezy had it <laughs> fucked up. Like, he had it fucked up. Um, I was like, ah, that Jeezy. Hey, twerking, y'all. Y'all can't see it. Because <laughs> twerking. And he ain't quite there. He had it fucked up, though. Right. Yeah. Man. But, I mean, with you doing all that, you know, you still was you still was nice with the music, though. You know uh, what I'm saying? You still was dibbling and dabbling in the music, you know? Right. We Like I said, we started off with 2-3. Then we made it to Sean Love. Sean Love, um... Like, like, really, like, broke us in, got us hot in the city. I did the Soda Bound over there, which was a, a really, really monumental song for the city. And then we started rocking with Envy. Mm-hmm. And by then, we getting money. You know what I'm saying? So we pulling up over there in cars, new Sean John fits, right, niggas new stunning. fitteds, yep. new Tims, new you know, phones ringing. We, hold on, man. Like, we going to get to, you know, we I'm get in the studio. We in the studio. We in the booth. Like... I get with I you in a minute, you know what I'm saying? We 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 really they call it they call it they call it um we called it shining, man. We that's what we called it. We was just we was just shining like that's that's what we that's we that's what we seen them seen them do before us and that's what we was trying to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But everything we were saying was all authentic cuz that's what we was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you club hopping, y'all stunting. Yeah. In the studio. Yeah. Going out. Yeah, we had a popping bottle. We, uh, we, we, we. It's a lot of like. We, at that time, we I think we was popping Goose, Henny, Moet. You know what I'm saying? Right. We learned that from Biggie. Biggie bottles of Moet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we bringing bottles to the city. Like we going to Kentucky, mm-hmm. getting bottles. We like the first niggas to bring Ciroc down here. Like facts. that's facts. Like. Okay. Like we we was always in entertainment, so, so we what seen. What you mean bringing them here? Like tell them, Breezy. Going to Kentucky. Liquor store because they didn't sell them here in Ohio. Uh-huh. Yeah, we literally drive forty five minutes to to um what was it? What was the name of the show? Uh, um, Covington. Covington. Yeah, Covington. Covington. Right there. So right off the place. exit. Right off the exit. There's two liquor stores. Big right daddies. There. Big daddies. Yeah. Yep. Big, shout out to big daddies. <laughs> yeah. We used to cop the big bottles of Ciroc and we'll bring them to the city and pay the doorman fifty dollars to let us get them in. And yep. we'd be like, cool. We bring, go we, bring, we bring in the bottles in. We about to act up. Niggas like, what, heads. Are, what are you drinking? Like, that's are we seen Diddy with that on the video. Like, they rappers. Yeah. <laughs> she said they rappers. rappers. <laughs> That's what the girls are saying. Yeah. Look at those rappers. So we doing that, and then, uh, like I said, I I had that chance with football again. I just I just left school. Mm-hmm. I just left school. I recently just got my GED. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of that. Better yeah. late than never. Definitely. But you walked away. Yeah. Senior year. Yeah. To hustle full time. Mm-hmm. Married to the streets. And what was that like? It was. Yeah, I mean, what I, was the average day like? Wake up. Wake up, phone already ringing. Maybe from like I, I might have went, to, I might have went out, went to sleep at like four in the morning. Um, wake up at nine o'clock. People already calling, so I'm, I'm getting to it. I'm hopping in the, I'm hopping in the truck, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm making my rounds. I'm making my rounds to my peoples. I'm making my rounds to, to people that won't work. Right. And and I'm just hanging out, like you know what I'm saying. Like at that time, we was hanging out on Eighth um, Avenue. So mm-hmm. I go over to Eighth and, and hang out all day. Pull up on Freezy on M Street, or he come over on the Eighth. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we doing. We just moving around the city. Mm-hmm. And how Living long life. did you say that that you did that? Um, Before you start, like I mean, I had a, I had a whole full I had a whole full year of that. Like I had a whole full run of that. Before you start getting in trouble, yeah. start running into the law. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about so, that. So speaking of that, like. I mean, we was bottle popping, you know, all that in the clubs and everything. 
he had an unfortunate incident with the law, you and your brother. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that? Um, well, it was, it was a girl that I used to date in high school, my younger years, um, when I was like 16. Um, we rocked for about a, you know, about a year or so. And uh, she came back around when I was 18, when I was about to be 18. Well, I was, no, yeah, I was going to 18. She can't, cause you gotta, I gotta remind you that when we was going to do this in these clubs, we wasn't even grown yet. We was like 17. Mm. You know what I mean? We just, we paying the, 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 the extra to get in. We got clout. They letting us in right. at some places and we, they know we going to come in there and we spend it. It's like five or six of us and right. everybody, we come in there and spend like, spend the money. yeah. So they want our money at the bar. Um, but I bumped back into this girl. Shout her out. No. Sick. <laughs> I was um, and her friend was into it with her boyfriend. Okay. So every time she would come over, come along, she would bring her friend with her. Okay. And then this one time, the boyfriend followed him over to my house, and I guess he thought that, you know, his girl that was with the girl I was dealing with was on some bullshit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? With somebody I had over there with me or whatever. You know right. what I mean? But I was just. You know, just seeing the girl I had dealings with, right. and she was bringing her along. So he came over there flipping wrong out. Place, wrong time. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time. Came over there flipping out. Came to my property. You know what I mean? Acting up. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So I tell her I'm taking her to her mom's house, and we head to the other girl's mom's house, and he like chasing us. Yeah. In but the then, car. Yeah, in the car. So then I hop out the car, and he just. Like yell at her and he pulls off. Mm-hmm. So then one of the the local clubs we was going to, he happened to pop up in there. So you know what I'm saying. So I'm I'm uh I go over and I'm um. I think that at that night I wasn't with none of my homeboys. I was by myself. I was with my brother, uh-huh. or I was by myself. My brother was in there. So I had told my brother about this situation. So. Sometime at the, at the in the middle of the night, I'm drunk. My brother is over there talking to him. I guess confronting him about you know that's my brother. You know what I mean he always been protective over me, bro. Always been protective. Uh-huh. And he talking to him like you know that was my brother. You know what I mean y'all try to run him off the road. He wasn't even with your girl. She was just happened. She happened to be with the girl that he deals with. So I don't know you know why you was you know bringing that over to my mom's house. Right. I'm, I'm still staying with my mom at this time. And you know what I mean like you following him in the car. So when I look over and see my brother chatting with him, they, they speaking calm. I just run over there and I just take off on him. Run over and take off on dude. But the dude happened to be a Caucasian dude. And at that time, you can't really, you know what I mean? You really don't have no place really being. I mean, I'm not going to say you don't have no place being in there, but it's all black predominantly club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when I run over and take off on him, all the niggas in there just see me fight the white boy. They Normal instinct, right. they all jump in. Mm-hmm. Jump in, he get, I beat him up good enough. They just go overboard. They start hitting him with bottles and kicking Man. him up, beating him all the way out the club. He get out the club, they still beat me. And so, so I leave. You know what I'm saying? I leave. And I get a call at like 5 in the morning, like that dude that you started a fight with, he got... Like, they done hit him with so many bottles, he was cut, he was stabbed, mm. and all this. So, as soon as I hear that, I go on the run. Wow. 